Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll explain through historical linkages why I think everyone is missing the what's next signs from last week's 1440 Foods and Bain Capital deal. Before we get started, I would love if you took 51 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. What does the Republican Party's 2012 nominee for the U.S. President, Mitt Romney, the 13th largest global private equity firm, and a supplement brand portfolio that will likely IPO next year have to do with one another? A lot more than you might think. With an introduction like that, where do you start, right? Maybe it's best we tackle this past week's financial news headline that inspired this content. On December 13th, Bain Capital signed a definitive agreement to acquire a significant stake in 1440 Foods. You might not recognize the brand portfolio name 1440 Foods, but it was created from the leftover sports and active nutrition division that Nestle Health Science didn't want in the Bountiful Company deal. But you might remember in that Nestle and Bountiful deal content from May of 2021, I gave my unfiltered thoughts on Pure Protein, Body Fortress, and Metrics, plus what private equity firms KKR and Carlisle could eventually do with those leftover assets. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what KKR should do with some of these other brands that particularly they're not selling to Nestle. And I wanna focus only on the sports nutrition, active nutrition brands. So Pure Protein, if you don't follow that legacy brand very much, you might be surprised to know that outside of Quest Nutrition, they are the number one protein bar seller on Amazon. They have a ton of distribution scale of their protein bars, sometimes their protein powders, in a number of large retail sales channels. If you look at Body Fortress, you're mostly gonna be finding those at large mass retailers like Walmart, but it's really an entry-level sports nutrition brand that will always have a place within the market. And then finally, Metrics, though it might be considered a dying legacy brand, it still has a ton of placements in large retail channels and has a meaningful protein bar business that somebody could definitely leverage and create some opportunities. I think these brands should stay 
stay together or maybe they just sell it off to somebody and that person does a roll-up strategy with either some other brands within their portfolio or some vertical integration that they can create some cost savings and maybe they do a roll up and look to sell this in some time if they have really good operators and people that have a good understanding what it would take to combine these three legacy sports and active nutrition brands and kind of improve their business. But definitely something where somebody else's potential trash could be somebody else's treasure. Those PE firms decided to flip the business to another PE firm, 4x4 Capital, in October of 2021, which is what formed 1440 Foods. The brand portfolio was initially led by an individual that was responsible for it inside of the Bountiful company, but a CEO change was made less than a year later. The current CEO is Zania Andrews, who had a nine and a half year tenure at the largest global brewer, Anheuser-Busch. She most notably led the business and commercial strategy for Michelob Ultra, transforming the beer into the fastest growing brand in America by repositioning it to focus on active lifestyles and better for you choices. I mentioned that employment background because while it was in alcohol, that project among others gave her leverageable experience inside the functional CPG space. And I think you can visually see her fingerprints all over arguably the biggest 1440 Foods project that has went live in the last 20 months to shape the future of healthy snacking and fuel a more active world Pure Protein needed to undergo a redesign overhaul after nearly three decades of remaining the same. While I'm not one to comment much on design aesthetics, Beerwood & Co. did an excellent job at retaining what Pure Protein's loyal fans know and love about the brand and products, but equipped it with the revived visuals that it desperately needed to win in today's multi-channel retail world and ultra-competitive marketplace. Similarly, from some of the images released in the Bain Capital deal, it looks like Body Fortress will soon get its own overhaul. But I currently see no public mention or information on that rebrand as of this time. And I'm going to kind of skip over any recent product innovation discussion right now because while 1440 Foods portfolio brands like Pure Protein have recently extended into savory snacks, essentially to follow its major competitor, Quest Nutrition, most of the newer releases have been what you'd expect from a company focused on consumers pursuing health and wellness lifestyles and interested in protein on the go snacking. But how about we shift to examining how 1440 Foods has performed in the market after being left behind by Nestle Health Science in the Bountiful Company deal. Since the company is privately held, I can't give you exact numbers, but I think I can kind of triangulate some things that will be insightful. Let's tackle the legacy sports nutrition brand metrics first. According to IRI track channel data, metrics is the top selling meal replacement bar in the US market. Additionally, Nielsen IQ and Bain, there's that company name again, added metrics to its insurgent brands list for 2023. In a LinkedIn post from this past summer, I joked about how a brand founded more than three decades ago could be labeled as an insurgent. But Nielsen IQ and Bain define them as a fast-moving consumer brands that generated more than $25 million of annual revenues in track channels and have grown more than 10 times their category's average growth rate over the last five years and have remained independent or acquired by a large consumer packaged goods company only within the last two years. But keeping with the IRI track channel data, we can see both Body Fortress and Pure Protein making the list of protein drinks and powders. 
plus both brands saw year-over-year growth in 2023. I do want to mention that these numbers I'm showing you do not consider other formats like protein bars or even account for untracked channels like e-commerce. From what I've seen shared publicly by 1440 Foods employees, the portfolio's total sales are around about a half billion dollars. Yet, if all is good at 1440 Foods, why take a major investment from Bain Capital? Last week, when any CPG pundit talked about the Bain Capital and 1440 Foods deal, they cited the PE firm's existing CPG holdings, Vallejo Foods, and Dessert Holdings. But that information seemed like one of those like sentences thrown into complex math problems from early grade school that tried to confuse you. Instead, the critical information to decode maybe what's next might be a bit more hidden. Maybe it's best I walk you through a bit of history about the 13th largest private equity firm in the world. Firstly, let's connect the dots quickly to the Republican Party's 2012 nominee for U.S. President Mitt Romney. In the late 1970s and into the 1980s, Mitt Romney was a management consultant climbing the ranks at Bain & Company. Bill Bain decided to spin off the investment business into Bain Capital in 1984 and appointed Mitt Romney as its first CEO. In 1993, before Mitt Romney would take a leave of absence to run for the U.S. Senate, Bain Capital saw a market consolidation opportunity by acquiring the VMS brand SolarAy and formed Nutraceutical International Corporation. Over the next handful of years, Nutraceutical International acquired several other VMS brands before the rolled-up Bain Capital portfolio company went public in 1998. If you're scratching your head thinking that you've heard about the Nutraceutical International business before, you're right. I made a dedicated piece of content about them in July of 2021. That's when the rebranded portfolio, now being called the Better Being Company, filed its S-1 paperwork with the SEC, showing its intention of re-entering the public markets after it had been taken private in May of 2017 by a private equity firm co-founded by NFL Hall of Famer Steve Young. And other than giving you those fun tidbits to use at your next supplement industry business dinner, I promise there's a thought-provoking point or two that will soon be connected to all of this information. In the 1440 Foods and Bain Capital deal press release, they give the boilerplate reasoning for the investment to fuel innovation, expand distribution, and build upon the strong brand momentum. Now, that might very well be the base case because, well, that's the strategic game plan for any leading lifestyle nutrition company, but Bain Capital isn't interested in hitting doubles and singles. The home run play is to utilize either parts or all of the previous Nutraceutical International playbook. What I'm referring to when I say partial playbook usage would be to simply help 1440 Foods in its current form go public in the next 12 to 18 months. If you look at publicly traded comps like Simply Good Foods Company, but also Bellring Brands or even Glambia, they've done well this year in the markets, even when conventional CPG brand portfolios have struggled. But an even more potentially lucrative play for Bain Capital would be to utilize the entire previous Nutraceutical International playbook and make further market consolidation moves that still eventually lead to an IPO in the next 12 to 18 months. Who do they target? Maybe it's the child they helped birth, the better being company that ended up withdrawing its IPO plans due to market conditions. I believe the private equity firm HGGC is still the better being company's principal stockholders and board members, and 
One of the founding members of HGGC is Robert Gay, who was even a Nutraceutical International Board of Directors member when he was still a managing director at Bain Capital. And I swear this is the type of storytelling that would make me great at planting conspiracy theories, isn't it? Regardless, I fully admit that the 1440 Foods and the Better Bean Company mergers and acquisitions idea is wild. It would be like rebuilding a smaller version of the Bountiful Company. Yet as is today, I also think the proposed combination would likely create more business downside risk than upside in the long run because they are simply not aligned strategically. But hey, I love to leave you guys thinking at the end of content. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.